Welcome to Mama's Baked. We're Laura and Bridget, and we're your favorite cannabis advocates. We've been there, done that, and everybody asks us about it, so we decided to start Mama's Baked, and here we are talking about everything cannabis. The latest news, lifestyle, and wellness information with lots of fun baked in. Every Thursday, join us as we break down what's happening now and how you can infuse cannabis into your life, too. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, share us with your friends, and get our free tincture making course at potofwellness.com. Welcome back to season three. Oh my God, Laura, can you believe it? We are doing a third season of Mama's Baked. That's it exciting. seems like we've been gone forever. It does it's feel a- like that. Our last episode, I think, was in October. And here we are, January 21st. So it has been like two, three months almost. So we've missed y'all. We have. I've missed it. I missed everybody. Miss chatting. My little catch-up moment of the day. Right. So, so we... I did want to tell our listeners a little bit about some of the ways we've decided to change our format, if that's all right, since this is our yes. first episode of the season. So we know that y'all have been joining us even while we were gone. Our numbers kept going up. I mean, I don't know where y'all come from, but we appreciate you. Um, but we've really laid down a lot of, you know, I don't know, education, if you want to call it that. <laughs> Miseducation. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Um, introductions to yeah introductions to cannabis over the first two seasons and so in talking about season three we're like well do we have any really new anything to cover with people at this point they kind of you know either have an idea have a clue about some stuff or they don't and um i don't know y'all are listening but we don't know what else you guys want us to cover that you don't know about so we decided to make a quick quick Uh, change to the format and we're going to decrease the length of our episodes weekly so that you can have like some bite-sized time with Laura and Bridget talking about cannabis you know for your commute in the morning or the afternoon or you know for your lunch break or you know whatever what have you Um, so we're going to shorten it up to you know maybe like 30 minute segments um, we'll still be with you on Thursdays, Thursday afternoons. It's still going to be our published date and we're still going to be awesome. Have a lot of fun. Um, you know, we're going to give you strains of the day. So we'll talk about different strains that we're encountering and brands, uh, and give you our honest feedback and reviews on those. And to be honest, we're still not getting sponsored for this. So on the record, <laughs> But mm. we're open to it, brands, okay? But we're only going to be honest with our sponsorship. So, you know, we don't have any ethical issues with sponsorships, but we always are honest. So we'll just turn you down. Where if, is that? If we, can't, <laughs> if we can't rep you, we just t- turn down your money. It's okay. We not know all, who we like. That's right. Not all money is good money, right? Amen. <laughs> We've learned that lesson the hard oh. way. <laughs> so, um... We're going to review different strains every week, and then we're going to tell some stories, some news stories, what's going on in the latest news with regards to cannabis, maybe in your area, uh, maybe nationally, maybe internationally. Uh, If there's any big topics that come up, yeah, we'll give you our hot take on it. Uh, But otherwise, hit us with your questions. If you have a question for us, we will certainly do our best to answer it thoroughly credibly we'll do our research we'll think about it we'll uh give you an informed and educated opinion uh it might only be opinion still because we're not doctors you know or scientists or lawyers or lawyers uh but we will give it to you and so give us your questions but laura tell us more about uh strain of the day for you so I we we had a big um, cannabis event last week, which we'll talk more about. Um, but we all got lots of presents. I got a gift of some flour that I actually do not know the grower of. However, it is Tangerlope. Oh is the yeah, cup, is I've the had name. That. I have these beautiful bright green. I, it's the most 
orange, hairy, mm-hmm. little buds I have seen in years. It's just gorgeous. A little uplifting. It's not too sativa-y for me. Um, we've always talked to you like I'm a little more sativa-y than I do. Right. Usually. Um, but this one is good. My big, my tell is I have tachycardia anyways. I take um, medication for a regular heartbeat. Right. And it's electrical. And so if I go too fast with the cannabis, sativas, hardcore, I get some little misreads in that electrical system. So I avoid those. This one is just enough for me to get shit done without me getting a toothbrush out and scrubbing the grout kind of <laughs> sativa. Right. Like I can clean the house, but I can also walk away. Whereas some sativas, I'm like, oh no, until every postcard is organized. I cannot stop this organization project. Right. It's not one of those. Yeah. And it's tasty and it's gorgeous. And I think it's not the densest. It, it breaks up very big and fluffy, but it's still sticky. So it's um, not it's not a negative airy bud. It's a positively sticky, fluffy, airy bud. So it looks like you got tons. Whereas you get the real dense, heavy nugs, your ounce looks like a half ounce. And this one, I literally had to look at the bud um, three times because it, it literally feels like nothing in your hand. You know, have you seen them? There's, it's still yeah. dense, but light and fluffy and airy. For sure. You don't use the grinder, but see, that's when a grinder comes in nice because you grind something like that and you dump it out and it starts crawling all over your table. Right. Growing. (laughs) Yeah. It does that in my hand, too. I'm very tactile. Oh, there you go. I'm very into that. I'm a little allergic to too many of the crystals. A lot of people are. You know, like if I I get them on my hands or anything, I start getting itchy. And if I touch my face, I get bumps and yeah yeah a lot of people very common and then they think they're completely allergic to it and don't use it because they've had that reaction that's not necessarily the case i just avoid touching it and i wash my hands it's not that big a deal then but yeah yeah. um so (laughs) i was thinking i was like well we need to have some kind of like a rating system like okay so tangelope Sounds great. Uplifting, uh, sativa-y, but not too much, right? Um, mm-hmm. But a pleasant tasting, I imagine. A little bit of citrus, I imagine. Yeah, citrus. it's not the... Um, oh, I have to do a new profile because I didn't taste a lot of citrus. Oh, interesting. Let me do a quick bong hit and tell you. It's a little florally. Interesting. Actually. Okay. Yeah, it might be the the chocolate might dampen that down. True. Yeah, so, not getting a lot of lemon. Not where lot of is lemon. our what's our rating system? I mean, you know, is it going to be a zero cookies? to five cookies, zero to ten cookies? You know, I'm saying zero to three. I mean, what's the what's the system, girl? What's the I like system? five cookies. Five I works like five for me. Cookies. I like five. I feel like ten is just overkill. You really don't need it. And everybody likes cookies, so. Even if you got a one cookie, at least you got a cookie. So they can't be too mad at us. Can't be right? too mad. I would think. Still getting That's a what I'm thinking. You're still getting a cookie. Yeah. So I, I would give my tangelope four cookies for sure. Wow. I'd like a little more flavored. That that would be my... The smell is ma- amazing. Um, But yeah. Four out of five cookies for but sure. But no, no source information. You have nothing on the the grower or the or the I source. I don't. I wish I did on this one. I really do. It Darn was it. um a, was just one of those girl. You got to try this right here. You know the nug handoff. Nice, nice. You're like okay. Uh, yeah, and and we we'll talk more about maybe our our convention event, but for sure, or competition event. I mean, but. In those kind of circumstances, I mean, I literally had probably 20 people doing that that week or that that day of like, oh, you got to try this and oh, you got to try that. And not all flour, got all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. But I've got the sources on tons of it, but not every bit. I even have some half joints. I don't remember where they came from. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they were good enough to save the half, but I didn't save them all in the the labeled tube that they no. were gifted to me in. They went in so, whichever yeah. tube they you could find at the time, huh? 
Holy cow, what a All day. together. Anyways, whole nother day. <laughs> top. A whole nother... That'll be a different 15-minute topic. Right? So, <laughs> so what our, are you smoking? Well, I am smoking today a little Candyland Dutchie from our good Uh-oh. friends Dutchie, who we love so much. One of our favorite... And yeah, the Candyland strain, boy, that's hard to find. It goes quick. You always hear that. It's, first off, just cute packaging right off the bat. Like, the mm-hmm. whole thing is a win from start to finish. You know, it's cute packaging. Got your little Sometimes you get girl. a sticker in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. I didn't get a sticker in these ones, but that's okay. Because I'm, you know, I, I don't do anything with stickers. I never did either, but I just started because Dutchie is a favorite of ours at all. Yes. I started collecting the stickers on a like an insert page in my planner. Cute. So now I have I have a pot sticker page because I don't know why pot companies give them away, but they give so many stickers away. Like, what am I gonna put stickers all over? I guess like what your stash box. Like, who's got a locker anymore? I don't I know. Thinking, like, I should put them inside my locker. But I'm 54 years old. I don't have a damn yeah. school locker anymore to put my stickers in. Right. But I did want to keep track of all the Dutchies I've tried. Because I do remember, like, every once in a while there's a new one. And I'm like, oh, if I tried this, right. I will refer to my sticker encyclopedia. I mean, if you Let's wanted see. to, you could even write little notes near them. You know what I'm saying? And they could be all doodly and cute if you wanted. You know, you could write doodly cute notes around the stickers. In your journal to keep yeah. track. In your string right. guide. Yeah. Exactly. I love the little sticker Love the little sticker in the duchy pack. Okay, when I look get at one, that. I feel special. We just worked it out for everybody. Okay, and so production. now y'all marketing just got that much more valuable. Don't forget us. Anyway, we know our stuff. Yeah, so uh, the Candyland is a cross between Bay Platinum Cookies and GDP. Oh. I'm really surprised GDP's in there. Yes. Well, it's not a super. So GDP is Granddaddy Perk. Super Indica. Super, super Indica. Indica. Yeah. It's like the kind of like the OG of, of uh, although yeah. you can't see that because that means ocean grown. Um, that's something different in this world. Uh, well, but GDP, yeah. Granddaddy Perp is a really good Indica. The Bay Platinum Cookies. I imagine is, uh, you know, comes probably from our old cookie type of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the rest, but it is a potent strain. Like it definitely will have you forgetting some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it feels good. So, right, yeah. right. I would imagine that the GDP, we used to grow GDP back in the day, we used to have grow rights. So uh-huh. we all could have plants in our home, which was the golden age for a couple of years. And my husband had a whole closet and he had all his plants, his lights. And GDP was one of our strains. We ended up actually giving it to one of the grows yeah. in Phoenix, one of our clones. We made him a bunch of clones, actually. Some of them took. And so some of the GDP could be from our old, our old hey. grow. Um, but that was the go-to for pain and for good sleep. Uh, it was my favorite sleep tincture. Um, yeah. Strain back in and the girl, I have some pain right now. Let me tell you, because we did, we went and got a, a truck full of dirt <laughs> this weekend mm. and loaded that off a truck onto my garden that was all the way in the backyard. So we had to like, you know. Your husband a, a in lot that of truck. Shoveling, a lot of wheelbarrowing, and a I lot knew of that lifting. truck would be trouble. Heck uh, yes, girl! I'm ready uh, to plant some stuff back there. I was like, "Ooh, we went and got seeds last <laughs> night." I was like, "I'm ready now. Let's go." Oh, you got the rain season coming in Phoenix Ooh, too. It's about to be a good, good year for us in this backyard. Every time I see the Renaissance Festival is scheduled to be in Phoenix, Arizona, I know the rains are coming. <laughs> that's always a shit show of mud. Oh my so, gosh! That's how I used to, because my kids always went when they were little. Oh it was always gosh. pouring muddy shit show. 
I only went once, and honestly, my experience, there was no rain, so that was good for me, but I probably would not have gone if there was rain, though, because I'm just really not that committed at all. I'm Mm. not at all committed, Mm. in fact, but I did go once, probably because I got free tickets, (laughs) and I was like, well, Mm -hmm. might as well try it, and I was like, wow, this is really interesting and white, but cool. Uh, yeah. so FYI for the record, Dutchy, I want to talk a little bit more about them as, uh, our strain of the week, uh, you know, brand anyways, yeah. the, on Candyland, they call it a sweet and sexy sativa. That's what their branding is for it. So mm-hmm. that's how they brand well, it. It feels that way. It's nice. They do. Um, also cookies is always a sativa leaning. Exactly. So Yeah. But I, you know, one of the reasons why they're so good is because of their commitment to quality. Like from start to finish, they've really made a public declaration of their commitment to quality. And um, I love that about them because it's bold to do that because somebody could call you on that at any point. And I don't know that anybody has, but I don't know that anybody needs to either because the quality shows in the product that they come out with right Mm -hmm. i mean they go down to the extent of having different grinders and different uh you know different grinder machines because they're working with quantities in which you know they're not using hand grinders for stuff or anything or you know they're not breaking it up by hand for their for their pre-rolls uh but each grinding machine only processes that specific strain of cannabis and all the tools that are going to touch that cannabis all the way through from the beginning to end and that are going into those uh dutchy pre-rolls they don't touch any other types of cannabis all along the way so they're like very very untainted and it's so apparent when you smoke them you know it's so apparent like it's really there's it's crazy uh but you know, Flavor, I say look for that. You know, you might not have, you not might not be in Arizona, you know, so you might not be able to look for that. But look for brands and companies that are willing to put, you know, their, their the facts and the data, you know, where their mouths are, right? So publishing test results and showing their processes and doing extra and above and beyond what the requirements are to make sure they give you good medicine. So huge. I'm That's done with my thing. rant. And our and our strain of the day sounds like is good, right? I agree. So let's uh take a minute, listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right whoop, back. Whoop. So we're back. And Laura, you're Yo. gonna tell us about some stuff today. Give us the give us the rundown on the latest. Well, we just had the big Arizona Cannabis Cup. Um, it was eight, nine days ago, about a week ago, Saturday before last. By the time they listen to it, to this, <laughs> it'll be a little yeah, bit Yeah, a couple than weeks that. ago. <laughs> um, I should pull up what the outcomes were for the winners so we can at least share a little of that information. But the... We have an event here in Arizona that is a consumption event, which is incredibly rare in the United States, I would say, in general, right? I mean, California is getting a little better, Denver, but even the big Denver public consumption events have had some issues over the last couple of years. So having um, someplace like the VFW here in, it was in lovely Oh, it was in East Phoenix. It's usually in Tempe, but it was right on the edge of East Phoenix this year, where you can partake in cannabis amongst a couple thousand of your closest friends. Does that sound basically like what it was? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. A couple thousands of your closest friends and you smoking weed together. Being a masculine (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly it's like if you are a 20 something guy and his girlfriends maybe yeah 
and 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 I got it. You know, I I definitely don't want this to be a rip on the industry or the cup. Um, no, I do want it to be. You know, to point out some things, but um, the the people first and foremost, I gotta say, and I've been involved in the industry, and you have behind the scenes. We both know how much it takes to pull off even the smallest of anything surrounding cannabis. Sure. So to so to pull off, and this was the fourth, I've been to all four, and this is the fourth annual. Um, it, of course, bigger and bolder than ever before. But to pull this off is an epic um, conquest, and I got to give Jim Morris, um, the founder of Earl, big props. because And his team is a team of volunteers that are out there weeks in advance and setting things up and that i mean they had that place spotless i don't know if you saw the after photos but that's all volunteers out there cleaning up and making this kind of thing happen for the cannabis community and um i think it's a huge deal and i think and shout out to the vfw too for being such big supporters year after year after year honestly because absolutely this location was actually the first location uh the first earl cup that they had, and or maybe it was actually some other events, more like, um, I think there was more like a, it was the first Earl Cup because my husband actually went to it with, uh, at the time, some other friends that were card holders. I was not a card holder at the time, so I didn't go. The first cup was always in Tempe. The first three were in Tempe. This is the first one at that VFW, but they've all been at VFWs. Oh, well, I've been... the there was an event at that VFW might have been the 710 many years ago been. perhaps yeah. it could have been in the summertime probably was yeah uh yeah it could have been could have been but they're great we made sure to stop by their table they were selling sodas my husband it was a funny story we're home and um he's like asked something about like oh, oh i think i mentioned i didn't spend any money at the event i definitely didn't need to spend any money for pot there was plenty of that um and I said, oh, I think I spent $5 all day. I bought a Coke, a can of Coke. And he's like, you spent $5 on a can of Coke? And I said, well, it was a fundraiser for the VFW, so I just gave him a five and told him to keep it. So we made sure to go by and tell him that we really appreciated their support of the cup. Yeah. Um, and I hope they um, they definitely they made – we were asking him how we were as a crowd and they said we were fine, and did one of them say, like, better than alcohol, or was that me? <laughs> I can't I remember. Mean, I think that out. was a theme throughout the day. People, yeah, yeah, cannabis and people, especially cannabis and the demographic we just described, uh, are a so, yeah, far you better picture. mix than, mm. um, than alcohol mm, 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 and mm. said same demographic. You got, yeah, you got a couple thousand to 20-something-year-old boys in one place, nobody arguing. I mean, and, and I, I was looking at videos. Definitely. I had my strategy of, I knew which areas to avoid, to get around quicker. And, but there's definitely areas where you were packed like sardines, just walking through the, the pathways. So to have that many people jammed up against each other, waiting in line to try pot or to spin a wheel to win a prize with little to no disagreement fight, I mean, I almost fought somebody, but that was a whole other thing. (laughs) (laughs) Whole other thing. But, But, yeah, and then the magazine Cannabis Cactus that I work with, that I write for as Dear Mama, um, had a booth, and they did live podcasts all day, gave away prizes, trivia prizes. There were, were, however, for the record, at least two people that I saw that passed out at the event. Oh, these dumbasses. Okay, so can we talk about people that pass out? Yes. At, at these events. Yes. I will tell you my first year at the Cannabis Cup um, in Phoenix or in it's Tempe. The, oh, they didn't have dabs this time. Well, they did for half the day. Okay. And then they're like, hey, wait, we're not supposed to have those. And they stopped them. But yes, at the first one, everybody would go up to the dab station and say, oh, that's, the, that's how much you're giving away. That's nothing. I can do that. I do that while I'm sleeping. You know, all, all right. that kind of macho talk so the people giving the dabs they didn't give a shit it was all free for them so they go all right and they'd grab a big old chunk 
and stick it in there. And these people would literally one after another walk to the fence and throw up, coughing. Oh God! One after another. You were watching another. them. Oh yeah, I had a. We were at a. And did you see a, any but the people that passed out? Fuck yeah, all day long. Oh Idiot. my gosh. They all so think they're funny. badass. They all think, you know, they're sitting at home. They never get high. That's the thing I bring up a lot of times. People are like, oh, I don't even get high anymore. I'm like, did you leave the house? Because right. you don't feel high because you're home. Go try and buy groceries. You know, you, you'll realize you're high. So they get to these events and think they're badass and want to, you know, show off. And then they, they get, your blood pressure just drops low and you, boom. So funny. <laughs> So I was like, dang, what's going on? I don't even, I don't even mess with the dabs, honestly, even at home. <laughs> That's why if I say I don't even get high anymore, it's because I don't, I don't smoke that much, to be honest anymore. <laughs> you know, well, it's like, the, uh, <laughs> and we're not, our, our goal is never really exactly. intoxicated or escaping. The other thing I'd like to say about the cannabis cup would be that I realized the cup in and of itself within its own marketing is marketed to a specific group and For the sure. dispensaries that are at the event are responding to that marketing in turn. Yeah. However, however, I don't, and I don't, I thought a lot about this too since then. And I don't want girl marketing either. I don't want, oh, yeah. here's flowers and bath bombs. Like, that's all we fucking yeah. do. Here's Everything is and green and, 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 and light brown and, and granola and, like, and, and yoga creams. and eco. Right. Yoga <laughs> and creams is all the female market wants and yeah. tends. You know, we're not right. into flour or I like concentrates when I have shitty weed, quite honestly. That's when I use them is I put them on if I yeah. you know, got some old weed that I need to, <laughs> that I'm just smoking Spice to get up. rid of or whatever. I'll put a little, a little on bit top. of concentrate on top. But I wish the marketing was just more mainstream. Less, you know, I one of the girls that works for me, her girlfriend was one of the girls in the black bodysuits. You know, the French high cut with black, I think they had like not black nylons. Yeah, yeah. And then black bodysuits. Yeah, with like. But great. Like, yeah. But what it, that's not in the mainstream marketing. Right. It's not um, offensive to me. Right. I, I used to be the girl that gave out chili and hand creams and all that stuff, too. I used to be one of those marketing sure. girls in my yeah. 20s and 30s. So no our feelings. But I would love to say if I could if I could have any recommendation, um, given the fact that I am definitely you and I and maybe 10 of the people that we know were the only of our demographic there. There wasn't a ton of no women of our age, especially there alone. If there were a couple there, it was younger girls dragged apparently by their boyfriends. Right. By the given the looks on their faces of shock and horror. Because um, really, you talk about an event like that. They they promote it as an event to previous to the event that there is secret shopping and judging going on. For all the dispensaries around, uh, what, the city, the state, basically? They seem to, I have offered to do other areas, but I do seem to think it stays in the two major metropolitan markets of Phoenix and Tucson. Okay. and yes, But I don't quote me on the Tucson right. part. And so then this event is the culmination of all that judging and secret shopping, and they announce the winners of you know, all the different categories, which of course Laura is going to talk about later who the winners actually were this year, but it's like the event itself really is a sample fest. That's what it is. Quote unquote intended to be or set up to be or modeled to be. It's a sample fest, right? It's like every brand is about, it's about getting the brand name in front of people and getting them to connect your, their brand with the smoking experience or whatever it is that they experience while they're there. But the problem is <laughs> it's just a big ass day of like, people are so high. You have no idea. Like, like you said, I don't even know where 
the joints mm. that I got that day came from. I, I don't even, mm. you know, I know the brands that I know because I already knew them prior to this event. And of course, I gravitated towards them when I was at the event and went and said hi to my people. Hey, how you mm -hmm. go? How you doing? But I already knew what brands I liked because of my own, you know, being out there trying things. But just the thing is, there's a lot of extra stuff and money coming to the market right now. So everybody's trying to come in, rebrand. They're buying brands that already exist. They're purchasing grows that already existed. People we thought we knew or we did know. Um, you know, now they're like, oh, they're with this brand now. Okay, great. Well, they're still the same grower. They're a great grower, and we know that. But now they're over here with this brand. Well, great. That. Do you follow the grower? Do you follow the brand? Do you follow the scientists with the brand? Do you follow the owners of the brand? You know, it gets kind of deep when all this different money starts coming into it now. And, but a sample fest is that is what it is. You know, it's a big-ass sample fest. <laughs> yeah, somebody... I I got a little loose lipped after I had fifty milligram, fifty five milligrams of um a candy bar. Yeah, girl, and, I'll um, do it. I thought I had a half hour till that shit kicked in. But no. Five minutes later as I go to introduce myself to someone, it kicked in and my brain cells just commenced to to quit, walk out on me, leave me with no verbal function. Um <laughs> For a good five, ten minutes. I was Funny. like, blah, 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 blah. Um, I think that I told someone it was like a family reunion. You have a good time, but it's kind of a, a shit show. You right. know, like you look forward to seeing people. For me, especially living out of town right. and starting my cannabis adventures in Phoenix, I've left all my friends and cohorts there. So this is my one time a year, pretty much. Maybe sometimes if I can get to the other convention in the fall. But this is kind of my one big hello to everybody and hug fest. And I get to smoke weed while I'm doing it. Yeah, which But is it's fun. kind of a shit show because right. I need someone to drop me off. I'm not driving to it. Yeah. I need, I need someone who's patient because my husband dropped me off this time and went and ran errands in Phoenix and came and got me. But he said that the line when he dropped me off Besides being half the block we saw at Circle K, it went half up that street, too. The mm -hmm. other way down, past Circle K, up that block. So they've got to be able to, to handle crazy. Yeah, it's just it's a family, just like a family reunion. You're happy to go, but you know it's going to be a shit show every time. Something, it makes me feel, crazy. though, like the VFW is the place to go <laughs> to look at renting some space for some events. Because imagine if from an event standpoint, you know, I'm always going to hit it from the business standpoint, like who's making money? How do you make money? Not only make money, but provide a pleasant, good, positive experience for all different types of customers. But right? you could, you're thinking like event only and keep the sizes or whatever. Yeah. You know, like instead of having uh, 50 vendors available there, you know, what if like, there's two that get to sponsor the event, you know, or, or, or one or five, you know, or some kind of limitation or, or whatever to where you can get the sponsorships in there and do what really the brands want to do as well, which is what I just described. They want to do sample yep. fests so that they can show people that they have the best stuff. You know, Oregon is dealing with this problem right now of oversupply. That was, uh, you know, the story I was going to talk about was uh, Oregon's oversupply. And that's going to happen everywhere, potentially, for a period of time, right? As these grows, like, grow so phenomenally in size and expand so much, uh, they're going to oversupply and brand loyalty is going to be really important. Right. And they're going to want to have more like dispensaries that are more just like outlet shops, basically for the different brands. Uh, I think so. I don't know. It's just going to be real interesting to watch all this happen, but from an event standpoint, the VFW, that's where we need to go. <laughs> you know, back in the day, absolutely, back in the day when the co-ops were the thing and there were no dispensaries and you had to find a caregiver, the VFW is where the farmer's market was held, if you remember. I'm not sure. If yeah, that's what it was. It was the farmer's market that was held. 
It was at yep. that VFW. Yep, there was a couple of them, and that was yeah. one of them. And there yeah. was one on the west side at a VFW as well. Yeah. Somehow, I think they ended up having some trouble because of the sales portion of it. Yeah, and the it, caregiver, but they were yeah. all they were following all the caregiver rules. They were just the state wasn't as happy with it. Yeah, they didn't like it, and so obviously they were like, okay, you guys found some loopholes, but we're going to close those loopholes now. <laughs> right, right. You guys figured us out and found ways around it like good little stoners. Now we're going to have to slap you on the nose and yeah. <laughs> yeah. show you but how I this mean, is done. That's not a hard, honestly, it's not hard, I don't think, to create as long as the event's free you know like you say uh or like you really earl cup is a free event although they do have a vip and i'm not sure how they get away with that portion um of it but whatever they're just selling access to the tent they're that's right. what they're selling they're not selling anything they're, they're yeah. not getting there's no pot is included in that vip ticket right right but you know of course they say that at all the events well, true. <laughs> so I'm not sure how that works, but whatever. Uh, oh my God. So the VIP, we loopholes, should at least mention loopholes. that. Yeah, yeah. The VIP experience is the only way I will go to the Earl Cup anymore. For sure. It. I, I went once um, without a VIP ticket, and it might have even been the first or second year. might have been the second year. And the line was relatively short um, compared to the way it is now. And everybody smoked joints in the whole damn line. So you can't. Oh, shit. Steve just came home. Hi, dear. Hold on. Do a pause and a cut. Podcasting. (laughs) I kept going like this at you, but you weren't looking at me. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> no, they're thawing. Okay. All right. Love you. That's okay. That's no problem. <laughs> Bye. Oh, sorry. So <laughs> Cut that out. So back after my husband burst in with dinner. Um. We were talking about, sorry. The Earl Cup, the VIP experience, how it's the only way yes. you go. You went in before without it, but no. So, the VIP experience is you pay and you have to get your ticket. Usually, now that everybody knows about it, you need to get it in like October for the January, usually mid-January event. And it ran, I think it was $45 this time. It gets you to a much shorter line. Still maybe a five, ten minute line. And then you have access to a VIP area this year. And all but one year was a tent with free food that comes in and out and like um, water, soda, if it lasts, usually the first hour. And then the soda and stuff's gone and it's just water. Um, But they also had rigs. They had bongs. They had dab machines. They had um, pipes that they were sterilizing and offering people to use as well in the VIP tent. So if you had brought your own marijuana, you could grab a bong, which we saw at a couple tables we were sitting at. Bongs just getting passed around, people pulling out their weed in their grinder. And there was a lot of, lot of smoking going on. I couldn't tell you all the stuff we smoked. Right. But, you know, actually that was one point about this year's um, Earl Cup that I did want to highlight was – by the time I left, so the event supposedly mm-hmm. goes from like 11 to 6, something like right. that. And that's a pretty typical time that they have it scheduled. Um, yeah. And sometimes or what they advertised that they were doing was they were opening up the doors at 1030 for VIP people. So if you came in, you were in the VIP line, you get in 30 minutes before the big crowds, a.k.a. you get to hit Sample Fest first. Okay. Right. Uh, Except... Except fire marshal fire marshal was there. So they opened like an hour, hour and a half late from what I heard. I wasn't there right, right at that time. I already knew I wasn't going to be there at that time. So I came in at like 12, 1230, somewhere in there. And 
with a VIP pass, boom, walked right in. Literally, I had zero people in front of me. I walked right in the door. But when I got in, I found out like they had really just opened not too long ago. Mm -hmm. They had just gotten the VIP (laughs) line in and had started letting the free people in. Uh, well, no, actually it was a different friend at that moment. Cause I found out right away that like, oh yeah, you got oh, here no. just right after yeah. us. I mean, I must've been in that. You were probably that in that first. Line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, I this, had about a five minute line, five minute. Yeah. When I, when I arrived, the line for the free entrance was still around the block and down the road, the other road yeah. on the other block. So it was yeah. a long line and I was like, whoo, I'm so glad I'm VIP. Let me just go over here to the zero line place and bop right in, which I did. It was perfect. But I left then by like maybe three. So, you know, two and a half hours later, because I wasn't going to stand in a million lines with a million people to try oh, yeah, and get yeah. a free, you know, hit of a bong or something that 20,000 other people hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I can buy my own. Um but so I left at like three and by three when I left and the event, mind you, still goes till six. Although, again, it's a sample fest. Samples get used up when they give away a lot, a.k.a. the people in your story. But yep. by three o'clock, there was nobody in either line. So if somebody had wanted to just pop into the free event, check it out and mm-hmm. see what it was like. You do have to have a card and everything still. But, yeah, uh, you, you know. They did a great job at expediting. That was a big complaint from a lot of people always was this big, long line. And I'm sure it had to do with they had to verify cards for every person as they come in and, you know, do a lot of other things to make sure that they stayed compliant. Absolutely. Uh, And so. And that hasn't been the case because I do recall because we usually leave around the same time. We're not, you know, we're there to say our hellos and, and dip. But the. The last couple times we've left, I think the line was still long. Um, this was oh. the first time I was surprised there was no line. And right. I wished I had told other people, I'm like, yeah, if you can get a VIP ticket, I wouldn't even go. I don't know if I'd go at 3 o'clock, but if it's not something you've done, I would highly recommend it. Like if you're going that you think you're going to get tons of swag and free weed, it's pretty much gone by then. Yeah. But if you want to yeah. go and experience experience it and they're still doing like the award ceremonies they have live music um, uh one of our friends vendors. there was doing a big uh smoke out they literally burned <laughs> yeah. three pounds of cannabis with a torch and then had a leaf blower on it and blew it all into the crowd i mean just for fun like yeah what? it was like a bake oh tent bake without yes doors but yeah it was very frat boy. It was funny. Right. There was very frat cool, boy. There was, a, or there was a lion in a tuxedo for Darwin meds. The guy right. walked around with a lion head. I don't know why people were in line for that photo, but whatever. Floats your boat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. And then I got to say one more thing before we wrap up Earl Cup. Yeah. So there, there is a new silicone invention that is for you to have your own sterile place to put your mouth on the bong. And it has sort of a funnel shape on the bottom, and then you put your mouth on the top. So everybody's walking around with these on lanyards around their neck. And I gotta tell you, right. they look oh like butt, butt plugs. Exactly. It's literally, like butt it's plugs. like it's walking crazy. around like, with everybody with a butt plug. So you and I are in line, and I think I leaned over and said, Oh my God, everybody's got a butt plug around their neck. And I thought I had said it quietly enough, but apparently I had not. Then the guy in front of me turns around and goes, and of course, he's got a huge one on his neck. And of he's course. like, right? I said that to my wife, and my wife said, what kind of butt plugs are you using? Uh, and that started a whole other conversation. whole other conversation. <laughs> so that was, yeah, that was my funny moment of the day, was looking around and seeing everybody with these sterile, bong, silicone, whatever they call them. I don't even know what the name of them is. But. I don't either, but it is funny because I feel like at Ugh. the first event I went to, only like maybe, you know, 5% of people had one. And then at this right. event, it was like 95% of the people had one. I'm thinking how many germs are in the water anyway that are popping bubbles that I are mean, making who the knows, smoke. Right? That, but, like whatever. A brilliant genius who came up with that idea and sold mm-hmm. a million or however many. Mm. Totally a Shark Tank moment there. Right. 
And that was the Earl Cup. Are we ready for a break before we go into winners? You want just a quick I top? think you give us the winners, and I think that we have uh, given these people Covered enough it. this week. Yeah. You got it. All right. So let's go down. We've got in the lab testing results, Debbie's Dispensary. Purple Punch won first place. Second place was Ice Cream Cake by Phoenix Cannabis Company. And third place was Gut Buster won by True Med. Um, dispensary license. Oh, nope, nope, nope. Flower. First place for Flower was Candyland by Item 9 Labs. It's under Sky Look Dispensary. At that. Second place, Candyland. True Med. Look at that. Third place. You're going to love the third place. Uh-oh. Guess what? Green Crack. Hey. By who? So those were the Sativas. Health for Life. Nice. So we've got True Med. Yep. I'm sorry. What was that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Flower. Sky. What's this other one? So Sky Dispensary won first place Candyland. Um, hybrid flower, first place, true med, wedding cake. Oh, I, Second I place. heard about that stuff. Yeah, I, I think I've tried it back in the day. Anything with wedding in it gives me a little itchy. <laughs> uh, second place, chest leche, um, entered by item nine, dispensary licensed under Sky Dispensary. Third place, chisel, Debbie's Dispensary. They're in here a few times. I don't know that I've heard of Debbie's Dispensary. Is that Yuma? I don't know. I've never heard of them either. We'll have to look. Okay, Flower CBD. First place, Kaya, which is one of my favorite dispensary, Time Out in Health. The Critical Mass is their CBD flower, and they won first place. Congrats to High Mountain Health up in Flagstaff. So apparently anybody can enter from all over the state, but the lab testing looks like it was a little more local. Second place was Blue Dream High CBD by Green Farms. Third place, no other qualifying samples. Oh, well, so there was two. Okay, that's lame. Concentrate Indica was Growth Science first place. Concentrate Sativa was Echo Extracts, Emerald Jack first place. I'm kind of going through the big ones right now. Um, hybrid Concentrate was called Macaroons by Echo Extracts. Concentrate CBD, our friends over at True Infusion. And I got to say, True Infusion won a bunch of um, first place trophies. This big shout out to the Yay. ladies over there, our girls. Um, let's see. And their new grow team. Yeah. We'll have to wait till we get some more official word on. Um, all their adventures, but they've got some big things coming. I've got a couple of their products I'd like to review next time, too. Yeah. Trying to find if they had the edibles here. Oh, here we go. Savory edible and sweet edible. Sweet edible, first place. Vaping. Hazelnut sea salt chocolate, 240 milligrams. Yeah, vaping is from um, HWC. Yep. Yeah. They, yep. Second place, strawberry and cream rice treat. Ugh, that sounds terrible to me. Infusion edibles. Nothing against infusion edibles. It's just strawberries and cream always in a dessert. Makes my mouth cringe. That Lemon is so cake, funny. Sublime, third place. Everybody loves the lemon tea cakes from Sublime. I'm meh on them. They're all right. I. Um, first place in the savory edible was Cordova. White cheddar popcorn. That sounds mm, delicious. Yeah. Um, Cordova, or it's not Cordova, it's Corova. I always put a D in it because of my desire to be in Spain. Um, Corova also makes that super potent brownie. It's like a thousand milligram brownie for 80 bucks. Um, so they're definitely a, a brand to watch in the edible sphere. Sphere. And then Ganja Guppies came in second from Infusion and Sweet and Savory Pretzels by Sublime. First place beverage was Infusion. 
Strange Brew Red Cream Soda. Ugh. Second place grape THC syrup. I just uh, anyway. Uh, CBD edible Corova Sunday morning mini cookie. And edible cannabis derivative is uh, Moby Dick Health Oil by Kaya from High Mountain Health. True Infusions won first place CBD tincture. Green Halo Chronic Health Pain Relief Lotion topical first place. And then we're getting into the vapes. True Med Mimosa Packs. I love my packs pods. Looks like they won the first place in vape. Mimosa packs pod. Gonna have to get me one of them. Darwin Evolution Cloud Nine. Five hundred milligram Gorilla Glue number four. One second place. Third place. Wonderberry. Also packs pod. Oh, X pod. Maybe not vape and clear. And then it gets on to a little more obscure categories. Well, we will drop the URL for that. So, you know, Absolutely. interested listeners can definitely click on the link in the bio and uh, see the whole rundown of who tested well in the Earl Cup, you know, secret shopping and judging. Um, no surprises. No yeah, surprises. and one of the cool things about Earl Cup uh, is they do require, don't they require testing results from anybody that's entering a product, right? I don't know the specifics of what, but how I'm it works sure, out. You know, well, they have published they, the test results in the past. Is basically the point I'm getting to. Absolutely, and that's which the, is awesome. The secret. They right. secretly go out and buy meds. C4 Laboratories in Arizona does the test results, and they post them all publicly for everybody at the event to see what kind of products each dispensary is offering to the public so it's a nice nice peek behind the curtain yeah so we went a little over time today but that's okay you we know you all love us so uh we'll we'll cut it down a little bit not too much but just enough for you to be able to fit it into a good commute and um but we love you we'll see y'all next week next time stay lifted Join us every Thursday as we break down what's happening now and how you can infuse cannabis into your life too. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, share with your friends, and get our free tincture making course at potofwellness.com.